live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. Hello and welcome to the Coil Coaching Thriving One podcast. So glad you guys are with us today. We are excited. Yeah. It is the new year. New year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. <laughs> and today we're, we have a great um, topic with you guys just to kind of launch out with this new year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about healthy goal setting. Yes. Uh, but uh, I want to jump in and share about some of the things that are, we want to share about what's what's coming on what's just happened mm-hmm. babe what's what's happened yeah. well what's happening with coil coaching is that we turned one year Woo! so this last week um oh this week january 4th last year 2021 we officially launched our coil coaching business and yeah. we just want to say thank you so much to all of you who have supported us in our journey. Um, a lot of things has happened uh, this past year. We launched a few courses and yes. we launched two programs. Two programs. Two I programs. don't know what we were thinking, side but we did, it. we did it. And they're phenomenal. Yes. So, um, so yeah, we are grateful. And um, there's some more exciting things for this next year. Yes. Um, we are launching Matt's course on leading the heart yeah so that's an exciting course babe can you share a little bit like uh what that course is about yeah so this course kind of birthed from our uh one of our programs that we run for nine months with students helping them walk through a holistic journey mm-hmm. of touching every area of their life yeah um personally uh professionally relationally and <clears throat> one of the biggest things that we've noticed as we've been coaching people is uh one of the main areas that people that we as people get stuck is related around our belief system. Mm-hmm. And that, that has to get do with the psychological, psychological soul side right. of our lives. You know, how, how do we get stuck in different mindsets? Why, how to um, resolve things so that we can step into uh, what I would call thriving mindset or a successful mindset. Mm-hmm. And so leading the heart is all about, allowing your spirit man to guide your soul um, into the calling, the success, the thriving place Mm -hmm. that God has intended us for. And so one of the biggest areas that we were, I recognize is our emotions, our thought life and our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so leading the heart is about touching that area. And basically it's really what the scripture talks about renewing the mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the renewing the mind comes with trading truths. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the renewing process is is taking the truth of what I believe here with God's truth of love or unconditional love. And so it's so key that we understand how the soul was created to operate um, so that it can be led by our spirit and the intention that God created us for. So, so, so um, leading the heart, um, is basically that's what it's going to be about. So if you're dealing with uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, fear, worry, concern, um, if you're dealing with 
uh, mental stuck or you're trying to get past something, this will be a time of getting tooled up to be able to walk successfully yeah. in that space. So That's yeah, amazing. so I'm excited about it. Yes. And it launches on, it starts on the 14th, 5.30 on the West Coast PST mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So information on that, go to our Coil Coaching page on Facebook. Um, it will have an information on how to sign up. Come so, on. Yep. So and excited. Yes, we're excited. And the other thing too, I want to highlight is... Um, I will be launching Coil Coaching Women in February. Come on, women. So this has been a longtime dream, um, a passion of mine. And with um, the encouragement of my husband over here, finally taking that step. You know, I just really want to have a place for women where we can all connect, we can collaborate, we can feel empowered, and we can grow and build. So whatever that looks like, you know, um, we are going to be um, sending out an email pretty soon here um, where you guys can sign up and find a place where you can get in touch with our Facebook group. Um, and then we will go from there. There's a lot of exciting things. So more details on that in an email later. But so good. We're excited. So we just want to yeah. say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are grateful for every single one of you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Coil, Coil coaching. coaching. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, so, but today um, we do want to jump into the topic <clears throat> of healthy goal, goal, goal. <laughs> Say healthy it, girl. Goal. Say it. <laughs> healthy goal setting. Yes. So um, one of the biggest questions that, um, you know, we get asked or I feel like like one of you guys or a few of you, a number of you, several of you, many of you ask us, how would you define healthy goal setting? Yeah. 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 And even with the start of this year right now, you know, everybody's making their New Year's resolutions mm -hmm. <clears throat> and resolutions have to do with I want to change something. I want to eat better. I want to, especially as of the holidays, you know, mm. it's wintertime. We've been sitting, we've been eating all the great <laughs> holiday foods. Yeah. Uh, I want to work out. I want to better myself emotionally as a person, uh, professionally, et cetera. And we're all, we're setting goals. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think uh, this time is not going to be about what goals should you set. This is about right. how to set goals that you can actually achieve. Mm. Cause I don't know about you in my, in my life, I've set a lot of goals and I have not met them. <laughs> It might, I might get into it for a week or two and then I totally bomb for some reason because there's things that, that come up. So situations, demotivation, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so right. what we want to talk life, yes, life, life, wife, kids, and <laughs> <laughs> job. Yes. What we want to talk about is, is how to create mm -hmm. healthy goals. Yeah. And so how do you define healthy goals? I think I would, I would change the word. Um, um, I would define healthy goals as realistic and flexible. Well, those are two good words. So when I say realistic, and this is something that we, we work with our clients on is be realistic with where you're currently at yeah. to accomplish the goal in front of you. And so there's a lot of things that um, inhibit us reaching our goals, be it motivation, mm -hmm. discipline is a huge one. And there's a, there's a lot, that's a big topic that goes into yeah. that we can talk about another time, but you know, there's your ability of time, your ability of current skill, um, yeah. your relational connection, financial, you know, um, so, so there's a lot of things that play into being realistic. And when mm -hmm. I, when I think about it, a simple way, well, I'll use something that's common. You know, if someone wants to start working out or eating healthy, 
Um, When they set a goal to work out, you know, for me, I've learned over the years, especially now that I'm 40, I'm not 20 anymore. 42. 42. Yes. I'm in the (laughs) forties. I'm in the golden hour. (laughs) Probably not. I don't know what they call the forties. Oh, not over the hill. I'm 43. Look oh at gosh, that. I didn't even... My age is showing up. <laughs> 40s. I just say 40s. 40s. I stopped counting after 25 anyway. I so, think so yes. <laughs> I always ask Lindsay, how old I am? Am I this year? <laughs> but, anyways, uh, as you're setting goals, you know, I've recognized that if I set a goal, let's say I want to start running five miles. Oh, right. I love running, mm-hmm. right? And I go out there and I try to run five miles and I get injured right away, or oh, I, yeah. I get hurt, or mm-hmm. I get discouraged because I can't run my, you know, eight, seven minute mile pace, you know, and I try to go out there and do it every day or every other day, depending on what my goal is. Mm -hmm. And I don't reach it. If I don't reach it, then, then I get discouraged. Discouragement turns into demotivation. Demotivation says, I'll try again another time. And I let the busyness of life come in. Right. So what I've kind of learned to do when I set a goal is I want to get out and start moving. Mm -hmm. So what does moving look like? Well, I want to do something that is fun and something that's active, something that I'm going to enjoy. And even with running, if I run in the same place over and over again, it starts to get stale and I start getting bored with it Mm -hmm. and that will alleviate my motivation. So what I'll do is I'll go out and I'll go for a walk or I'll go for a jog and I'll go for maybe a 10 minute, 15, maybe 20 minute jog. And then I just start building up my goal. So instead of saying, I'm going to go run five miles today or next week, I'm going to start working towards reaching what I'm capable and realistically able to do. Mm. Instead of saying, I'm going to run a marathon. And as soon as I get to a certain spot and I can't, it kind of breaks that down. And then it doesn't become fun anymore. So I think goal setting in goal setting, motivation, the mo- motivation of fun needs to be an important part of mm-hmm. your goal setting. Yeah. So be realistic, time, etc. Mm-hmm. Be realistic in a sense where like if your goal was to bench press 50 pounds, then your personal trainer, <clears throat> you know, is smart enough not to start you at 50 pounds. Right. You know, he's going to assess you know, what you're capable of at the moment and build you up to that place. So, you know, so those, the distractions go away, disappointments go away in a sense, you know, because you are celebrating your progress instead of perfection. You know, you're celebrating your growth instead of being perfect. Like, oh, I got it the first time. So I think that's what being realistic and idealistic Sounds like, you know, when you partner those two, like, hey, my ideal goal is to bench press 50 pounds, uh, 50 pounds. Uh, I probably won't be able to do that. But, um, but the goal is, you know, you celebrate your growth as you continue to progress. So I think that's one of the keys to be able to push through um, a healthy goal. Yeah, for sure. And then the other thing is really helpful in having a healthy having healthy goal setting is flexibility. Yes. So if your goal is to look a certain way, you know, that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a goal. That's, that's admirable, I guess, Mm -hmm. depending on what, where your needs are and what you're wanting to go after. Um, But what's most important, keeping that momentum is being able to be flexible. When I say flexible is life 
has uncontrollable things that happen. Exactly. So if we create flexibility within our plan, mm -hmm. that is key. Yeah. So key to having success in reaching a goal or moving forward in what you want to accomplish. Yeah. And we have a favorite yes, saying. Yes, we, we have a favorite saying. We used to fight about who <laughs> came up with this saying or added to this famous saying. Well, we are and I'll let one you of say the it. same. I'll let we you are say one it. of the same. Okay. So we used to, this is just to encourage um, students that we've mentored, students that we've discipled. People that we've led. Yes. Teams that um, we've led. And our teams. And, it's, and for us too, as we are leading and growing at the same time. So we usually say, blessed are the flexible for they shall not break, but they will bring breakthrough. Come on. So sometimes, or I would say 80, 90% of the time is your flexibility is the one that will, that will keep you on track. But at the same time, surprisingly, it actually is very beneficial mm. for your breakthrough to get your breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because blessed are the flexible for they shall not break the break. <laughs> But they will bring breakthrough. Mm -hmm. You know, life brings breaking moments. Let's be right. real. Yes. And if a life breaking moment comes in for a week and you stop running and, and you're like, I want to pick right up where I left right. off. Well, that's not realistic. So that's mm -hmm. where the realistic piece comes back in. Mm -hmm. You start back off because the goal really is like for me, when I'm setting a goal and I have a healthy goal or healthy expectation yeah. is I'm looking for my body to be healthy. Right. Now, that's a goal. right. Yes. That is, that's a realistic goal instead yes. of like, I'm going to do this. Now mm -hmm. I say, go for it. If you want to run a marathon, you want to do a half marathon, you want to, whatever the bigger <laughs> items are. I think those are great to yeah. move towards if time allows. And yeah. I remember when I was prepping for a marathon that it took a lot of time to, of running, focusing on my diet, eating, getting the right uh, energy in, et cetera planning for the run so I don't injure my body. Yeah. Um, so for me, I had to be realistic that do I have time to reach this goal? Yeah. No matter what, I want to I want to be healthy and moving in my yeah. movement. And if it's not fun, if you're not making it fun, and one of the ways I keep my, mm -hmm. my workout routine fun is I mix it up. So I don't mm -hmm. always jog or run, though I love getting out and doing that, especially during the winter time. And those yes. of you up north in the in the deep winter, where you, it's not fun to get out at all, uh, uh, especially if it's blowing. Uh, like I have indoor workouts. So I, I have yeah. certain videos that I've found on YouTube that really help me work out those areas. So I do, I do like fast workouts. So if I don't have a ton of time, mm -hmm. I'll do like a 10, 20 minute, That's good. 40 minute, an hour workout. Mm -hmm. I, if I have the time. Yep. And then um, I schedule those into yeah. my life. Yeah. That's a really good expectations or expectancy because mm. we're going to come to that point I'm, I'm yeah right but I think the key thing is doing something and so when I'm working with clients you know mm. when I have this big goal even if it's a healthy goal um there's overwhelmed that they, they're, they're overwhelmed you know it's overwhelming to them like oh that's the goal mm -hmm. but I tell them like you know the key thing here is consistency mm -hmm that you are consistent with the things that you're moving forward with. Right. So as long as there's like, even if it's bite-sized, you know, so 50, I know, 50 pounds lifting, bench pressing, whatever, 50 pounds is a big goal. It can be a healthy goal, depending on, you know, like how you have been taking care of your body. But if you do 10 pounds consistently, 
mm. you know, and you build up to like, oh, okay, now I can do 15. Now I can do 20. <laughs> right. um, the, the important thing is there is consistency. Yeah. So, so when you're in that place, you know, the, the realistic goal setting, the flexibility, the flexibility comes in. We're like, okay, I think I jumped the gun on 15. I'm going to scale back to 10 and I'm going to be consistent with that. Right. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Consistency is key, as they yes. would say. And uh, the next thing I would think about when I'm thinking about goal setting as I was in health or healthy goal setting is having healthy expectations. Yes. And this is something I learned a really hard life lesson on. And I'm still working on developing this area because I can still feel the catch up in it. And I know the why mm -hmm. and I work on it. But um, and that's important, knowing your constraints, yeah. your limitations. Um, but I learned this thing about expectations versus expectancy. Mm -hmm. And so I want to read uh, some definitions here to kind of give some context here and maybe mm -hmm. help rewire some of the thinking and wording that you use or you talk right. in your own mind about yeah. and kind of shift how you progress consistently in healthy goals. Yeah. So I want, to, I want to read the definition of expectations here. Yeah. So an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. A belief that someone will or someone should achieve something. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I, when I think about this definition, about, I think about something that's set in concrete. Yeah. Something that's not pliable. That's not mm. flexible. Yeah. It says a, a strong belief of something that will happen. So I'm, I'm going to lose this amount of weight. I'm going to right. read a book every week. I'm going to. And the thing is, is when it's set in concrete and we don't reach that goal, it becomes very demoralizing, uh, mm -hmm. defeating, discouraging all the D's, disappointing, the D's. right? Yeah, right. The D's. And that demotivates you mm -hmm. to actually create consistency, yeah. like what you said. And momentum and moving forward. Right. So the key is like long-term goals mm -hmm. aren't just like, okay, next week. It's about lifestyles. Yeah. Lifestyles create what I call the tapestry mm -hmm. of who you are. That's good. And creates, creates a reality that you're going to live in and experience the fulfillment that you're really created to experience. Yeah. Um, and so expectancy, the, the definition expectancy is the state of thinking mm -hmm. or hoping that something, especially something pleasant, <laughs> will happen or be the case. So the state of That's thinking good. or yeah. hoping. Thinking hoping is, is like a low, like a, I call it low stakes. There's high mm -hmm. stakes, expectations right. is high stakes. If it doesn't yeah. happen, it's set in stone. It's going to be a bummer. It's mm -hmm. going to be discouraging. Right. Expectancy is all about something good is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I love um, the definition of hope because expectancy, one of the words is hope, the hoping. Um, I love this definition of hope, joyful expectancy that good will, will happen. happen. Yes. The joyful expectancy that something good yes. will happen. And I learned this the really hard mm -hmm. way. Um, when, when I met Lindsay, uh, we were in the Philippines. Mm. Uh, I was doing yes. missions work there and uh, we, we got married, relationship married. This is a short version, right? <laughs> we came off the field and came back to the States. <clears throat> we took a year off just to focus on our relationship um, before we moved on to the next season. 
Um, and when I, we moved on to the next season, I had these expectations of, of what was going to happen, um, how it was going to play out and where we were going to go next. Yeah. All right. Cause I'm a visionary, mm-hmm. I'm a planner. And a part of that is I was like, this is how it's going to happen. So I pursued that. There was a job opportunity that I expected mm-hmm. myself right. to get. Um, I had an interview, had an opportunity. I was a shoe in for this job. I didn't get it mm-hmm. when I didn't get it. It was I'm just going to say, I felt like my world was destroyed. Devastating is the word. I felt so devastated. And I just remembered that I blamed myself. Mm. I I started blaming God subconsciously. Mm. And when we moved into the next season, we had moved to another place. Um, We were getting established. Um, I had another opportunity to do this job I wanted to do that would prep me for the future. And I had an interview. I was a great candidate, um, but I didn't get the job again. <clears throat> and I was just so destroyed. And the bummer thing about this, I was not a fun person to be around. <laughs> Bless my wife. <laughs> okay. Our marital <laughs> problems were a big part mm-hmm. me. And so and me. Uh, you're right, right. We Both all have our us, parts. Yes. But from my Maybe perspective, <laughs> fair, <I'm> enough. Sorry. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so I, so this really created a demoralizing situation. Mm-hmm. Luckily, God set me up. I did things I didn't want to do, right. but he, yeah. he directed me into it and it really helped set me up to be in a space and to be around a specific person. I had a mentor in my life. Uh, his name was, is Steve Backlund, Yay, an amazing man Steve. of hope, joy, beliefs, believing yes. in people um, that really helped shift my mindsets from expectation into expectancy. Yeah. And there was a phrase or a mantra that mm. I began to say over myself to get out of the funk, mm. um, to get out of the demotivated space. And my mantra was this, it's impossible yes. that nothing, uh, it's impossible that, that nothing good, how, how did I say it? It's impossible that I don't experience God's goodness today Mm-hmm. and in the season to come. That's really good. So I shifted into a mindset and I shifted right. into a perspective of hope mm-hmm. instead of what I would call law. Yeah. Because my expectations were creating a law for right. me and God yeah. that it had to happen this way. Yeah. Anybody out there <laughs> experience that or do that yeah. in your own life? So what really empowered me, what really empowered me was that mindset. And as I would speak that over myself, as I would encourage myself, I started recognizing the little things mm. of good That's good. in the present moments. And in that season, I was cleaning toilets. I had this yeah. hilarious story <laughs> I love to tell in that season. My, I call it my aha moment. Mm. I was cleaning a toilet. In that season, I was making that declaration, focusing on an expectancy of God's goodness Mm -hmm. instead of how it should play out. I'm cleaning a toilet and I have an aha moment. And the aha moment happened when when I did this. I said, Lord, I bless the person that's going to sit on this toilet. May they encounter and experience you. That's really good. And in that moment, I said, ah, I'm being present in the Mm. moment of God's goodness. Wow. Instead of being discouraged. The mm-hmm. fact that I'm cleaning a toilet when I'm highly <laughs> capable of doing so much yeah. more. Wow. And I, I'm going to say this. Um, I watched you go through that. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I'm really proud of who you have become. Mm. You become 
how you, who you are now and excited to who you are becoming. Right. You know, and because we've learned in the the expectations and expectancy part, you know, the expected expectations is geared around external mm. things. The ex- expectancy part is geared internally. Right. So it's like external and internal. Mm. You know, so that's why the flexibility part is so key in all of this you know whether it's based on expectations or expectancy it's like we also train our clients you know Mm. based on our experience with our failures and our disappointments is how to train them and coach them into dealing with these disappointments the d's all the d's that we mentioned (laughs) you know so the mindset shift from okay are we going to rely on our external expectations to fulfill us or are we going to rely on an internal process for our development of for our expectancies you know so so yeah i i I think you've done a really great job you know (laughs) babe for (laughs) you know getting to where you're at now and now we're able to help a lot of people right that process right and and here's the thing you know when it comes to discouraging experiences Mm -hmm. my wife has an amazing quote that i'm going to quote her on okay she probably got from somewhere else no (laughs) maybe (laughs) that it's not about win or lose yes it's about win or learn win or learn and that's and that's key is is to in my situation i could keep focusing on the negative things that were happening or i could say what am i learning and Mm -hmm. doing in this moment yeah or what you yeah. say. Yeah, I think that's key. What yeah. do I say? <laughs> what you say is what can I do different? Yes. So we go through this mm-hmm. with the clients. Like it's not if your mindset is win or lose, then you're always gonna be striving right. to win because winning is positive and losing is negative. And right. nobody wants that. But if you your mindset shifts from win or lose to win or learn, mm-hmm. then as long as you're learning, you're never really losing. Right. Because you're winning and then you're learning, you know, and I've learned a lot that when you are in that sense, like when you felt like you're losing, when you're failing, um, you actually are learning more Mm. when you are in that situation. Right. So I encourage my clients to be like, okay, win or learn. So what can I do or what will I do? And then we start asking the questions. What can we do instead? Right. So that's There's so good. A lot of options like solutions based, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I heard this quote, not from me. Um, I think it was Albert Einstein. He said, stay away from negative people because they always have a problem to every solution. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so good. So so true. Like, <laughs> I've known that experience personally. So anyway. and, and so, yeah. And from that is this fact that it's like life teaches us lessons. Yes. And if those lessons are viewed through um, failure or, in, or, or fear mm-hmm. opposed to love right. and encouragement and hope, you're always going to repeat them. Right. But it's a cycle. Yes. It, but if you don't learn the lesson and move mm-hmm. through it with success, you'll always stay in that space. Right. And that's what ha- was happening to me in those mm-hmm. early years of our marriage mm-hmm. um, was when we came back to the States and we were getting established was was I kept doing that. I kept making mm. that mistake until I learned it. Yep. Thank God for mentors in our life yes. and, and uh, God's presence and his Holy Spirit. But I, ha- I had to do something about it. And so, and obviously as I've grown, I, it, it's, it's like this voice that's like, oh, that's such an easy place to go back to. 
Right. Let's go back to the chair of, of potato chips and mm-hmm. doing nothing. And I'm, it's I'm easier. It's easier. And that's it's more comfortable. And that's the, yeah. and that's the, the ploy. That's the lure mm-hmm. to come back into that place of right. complacency. But what, one of the things I've, I've really learned is, is when I recognize it, I make a shift. That's good. And as we wrap this up, I'm, and yeah. I think what we'll do is we'll continue into how to recognize mm-hmm. this in our next uh, podcast. Yeah. Because um, I think you have mm-hmm. a great, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a little bit more of the second part of this, like yes. where uh, Matt's going to talk about, or we are going to discuss, you know, how do I know if I am setting expectations instead of living from a life of expectancy? Right. So um, we're going to dive deeper into that in our uh, next podcast. Um, yes. We felt like this is a great start, you know, kind of put the ground, you know, ready the ground and, and all that, you know, leading so we can lead the heart. Right. Um, and so that's the key. Like as we're just landing here, mm-hmm. uh, another part of this course is about leading the heart. And this is yeah. the aspect is how do I recognize what's going on inside? have the tools to navigate through it yes. um, to be on, on the side of success, how to walk through that. And so in my course, um, Leading the Heart, that's what we'll, uh, one of the key things we'll be talking about, the tools to how to recognize your specific yes. things. Because we all have things, you mm-hmm. have things, I have things mm-hmm. that, that limit us in, in um, not living a thriving life, yes. living the success that we really want to. And we're, God's drawing us towards So thank you guys so much for joining us in this podcast. (laughs) We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. And until then, be blessed. Enjoy setting healthy goals. Bye-bye.